Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. So Caroline, this is going to be a great one. I know that you had to do a lot of work on this because it, it delves into the area of physics and it's a, you, you were talking about how it's a, it's a bit intimidating for you, but let's talk about, Caroline, the possibility of warp travel. So warp speed. <laughs> Why not? Just a Caroline, just, to, just, just to, to ham it up a bit, Caroline, engage. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Thank you, Lindsay, for uh, sending me this article and saying, this is what you're talking about this weekend. <laughs> oh my goodness me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. okay, I'll put just the side what I really wanted to talk about and I will have a go. So it is. It actually Sorry, the, is the really nerd in me got excited by this article. So, it did, yeah. and I don't blame you because the the study of space, time, and travel, and all of that is is mind bending and um, opens up the imagination. But you know, now we're going to talk about is it possible to do? Well, we'll see. So, um, in so let me just give you a little bit of a background to this. So, in 1994, Miguel Acubier. So he's a, a Mexican theoretical physicist. He um, wrote a paper called The Warp Drive, Hyperfast Travel Within General Relativity. And um, he proposed the idea of um, travel using a warp drive. And it, it's been dubbed the Alcubierre Drive. And he uses the idea of traveling faster than the speed of light to achieve warp speed and getting like, you know, across the universe or across solar systems or across anywhere you want to go in space quite quickly. So faster than we can do today. Normally, I mean, well, normally nobody's doing it yet, but, <laughs> um, well, you can see with the, the space missions, it can take up, you know, it took nine years for um, the New Horizons to pass Pluto. So, you know, yes. if we could speed that up a bit, you know, we could probably get answers and photos a lot quicker. So, um and that's just one tiny little application. Um, but I guess we're thinking on the Star Trek <laughs> level yeah. where we get into a ship and travel. But even if we're looking to, for example, to colonize Mars, as some people yes. are starting to become more and more serious about, uh, you know, it takes seven to nine months to travel there depending on, Absolutely. on the mode of travel. But if you could get there in days or in, in minutes yeah. even. Yeah. Well, days is probably more realistic, but that would be amazing um, if we were talking about a drive that we invented and not, you know, the Star Trek people. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, we're going with science facts, not science fiction. Let's go today, with a bit yeah. of science fact. So, um, so what his drive would do would change the shape of space and time. So he would, it would contract space in front of it and expand space behind it. So this would result in that faster than light um, speed travel. Um, objects aren't able to accelerate to the speed of light in normal space time. So using Einstein's uh, equations and the laws of physics, the space drive would shift time around the object so it moves more quickly than it normally would, kind of creating like a warp bubble. So uh. unfortunately with this theory though, there are three problems. So 
you could have light um, or de- debris trapped in front of this warp bubble. Um, it does violate at least one uh, energy condition um, according to the theory of general relativity. And you need a lot of something called negative energy. Um, but according to current physics, um, this wouldn't be possible. What is negative energy, you ask? <laughs> I, that's what well, I, I was actually well, going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't, I, I have um, myself not heard of negative energy. So um, I will. It's really, really grumpy energy. It's like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to yeah. say, that, that's, that's when it. you're it's you're like upset so. your partner or something. That, that's negative energy come to you, towards you. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> yes. right. Sorry, it's funny you say this because um, when I typed in what is negative energy, you have to specify in in physics. Otherwise, yeah, there's all <laughs> oh this my God. speech yeah. of spiritual yep. negative energy and, and whatever. I'm feeling your negative wow. energy right now, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, what is, what is phys- like in physics, what is negative energy? Yeah. So in <laughs> physics, okay. So I search far and wide for a very simple answer because you can get very theoretical with this but someone on the website Quora so you can type in a question and it's like everyone can put in their answer anyone can answer this gentleman put a lovely answer which could help me understand a little bit more so negative energy is hypothetical some physicists believe that there is an existence of negative matter which it in which its properties are negative example having negative energy uh, ordinary matter has positive energy. We know that all matter, all matter has its own cravi- gravitational pull, some less, some more than others. Therefore, we can speculate that negative matter, which is negative energy, pushes matter away, opposite effect of matter. So, you know, like planets, really big gravitational pull will pull matter towards itself. So physicists think if such a, a thing, negative matter or energy exists, then we could open wormholes and travel space in a shorter time. As in, it can push matter away to make wormholes, opposite to black holes in which which pulls matter towards itself via gravity. So it kind of gives you a little idea what we're talking about here. That's so, actually a really helpful explanation. Though. That does make it a lot clearer. Yeah. Yes, and I was very glad for that answer. So... Negative energy is kind of to push away so you can get through <laughs> space-time, if that makes sense, if I'm interpreting that correctly. So let me throw this at you without put, throwing you under the bus because I know you struggle with this topic a little bit. <laughs> um, in, I'm going to have to use my hands. No one's going to be able to see this, but in, uh, in the film Interstellar, which I spoke about yeah. a couple of episodes ago, uh, he, one of the characters in very Hollywood fashion demonstrates it. He gets a piece of paper. And he folds it in half like that. It's like, this is area A you're trying to get to. This is where you are right now. And he folds it in half. And then he pushes a pencil through it. And he says, you know, so you're bending time and, and you're traveling from point A to point B, you know, fast, not instantaneously, but a lot faster. Is that, you're somewhat, closing the gap between the two? Somewhat like that? that. Somewhat like that. I think the idea yeah. is that you're compressing time in front of you. And so, and then, yeah, and then you're able to get there quicker. So, yeah, I guess right. it would be similar to that. It was very Hollywood, so it meant, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure I read anything like a piece of paper and pencil, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was for people like me, okay? <laughs> That's all right. I mean, it's a, it's a good, yeah, good analogy. So, um, so yes, so negative energy is what theori- theoretically allows for the faster than light speed travel by allowing space to expand and contract faster than speed of light. 
and you would need a lot of this negative energy to accomplish and they say like a sun-sized mass amounts you would need yeah it, it's not working within the the realms of you know general relativity newtonian physics etc um it it may not be possible using you know doing it that way so traveling faster than the speed of light so um two researchers Alexi Bobrick and Gianni Marchera um, from the Applied Physics Research Group based in New York have proposed another way that we could maybe um, achieve warp travel, warp speed travel, so um, or to make a warp drive kind of contraption work. It is still very theoretical, um, but, you know, um, it's very interesting nevertheless. So, um, and this would work without the need to use negative energy or to employ such a negative energy theory. So um, it would work using a physical object. Um, it still would use a hugely powerful gravitational field. So like I was taking, talking about before, a huge planet spinning pulls things towards it. So we're kind of still working on that level. Um, and it probably would take a planet-sized amount of energy um, Jeez, wow. <laughs> to be able yeah. to move an object. And this is kind of um, proportional. Um, what they've said is, um, so Bob Rick told um, Science Alert, or told um, you scientists actually, that if we take the mass of a whole planet, of the whole planet Earth, and compress it to a shell within the size of 10 metres, then the correction of the rate of time inside it is still very small, just about an hour, extra an hour in the year. So if you can move a small object just one hour in the year, imagine what it will take, how much of this gravitational energy it will take to move like a vessel, you know, yes. size thing. So, so they would use just the normal energy, no negative energy to do this. It would be a spherical shell um, of material in constant state of motion. It would enclose a flat region of space-time. The shell of energy would modify the properties of the space-time region inside it. And what they said is that, um, just find my little quote here, um, their work tells us that a warp drive is somewhat surprisingly like a car. A car is also a shell of energy in the form of matter that encloses a flat region of space-time. The difference is that getting inside a car does not make you age faster. That, however, is the kind of thing a warp drive might do. Whoa. Well, actually, let me dispute Whoa. that. It depends who's driving the car <laughs> sometimes. Yes, sometimes well, time, time can slow right down or go a lot faster well, if you're so, in a yeah. car. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. um, hmm. Yeah, so their warp drive would still be subject to the laws of general relativity and would need a kind of a propulsion system to make it work, not faster than the speed of light, as I've mentioned. Um, so through their study, they've shown that some kind of warp drive could travel faster than the speed of light, but would have to be created already traveling at the speed <laughs> of light. So, so yes, theoretically you can make um, a warp drive that would modify a region of flat space and, um, you know, the, the space that it encloses and it can speed up or slow down space inside it. So that is a very, very basic explanation. But, um, 
you know, if, if we could study this a little bit more and figure out how to use like the gravitational fields like they spoke about and, you know, employ the, the, the theories of general relativity and Newtonian physics and just keep working on that, um, I reckon that some point in the future <laughs> we would be able to come up with something. We just really got to unlock those, um, you know, how do we use that energy um, properly or how do we use it in a way that we can physically employ it to make a drive, you know? So um, we're getting there. That's what the article is saying because they haven't actually said this is the machine that we have to do it, you know. They've said they're saying these, you know, theory, theoretically we could probably do it. My suggestion is, here's my suggestion. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Ring up Doctor Who. Hi, can I borrow the TARDIS? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, I just got to go to the future into the Star Trek realm um, and then I'm going to go find my favourite starship <laughs> captain. Pick up a couple of warp drives. And just drives. ask him, how does the warp drive work? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Come back and then... Um, explain it to physicists so wow sit down anyway. with scotty for a while yeah when you're talking about the earth turning i, yes. I remember i'm um, superman he 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 reversed earth he went yes. around earth in, in oh, his yes. gravity field and turned that's <laughs> okay. it oh okay you know yeah we try but that's the we kind of thing they're talking about yeah, I have a feeling that would result in something catastrophic. Not actually what actually happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it gonna... might not be a good idea, but I mean that's the kind of thing they're talking about. You know, using that those concepts to come up with some kind of way. It just seems at the moment totally impossible. Maybe it's possible, but I don't know. Um, I don't. A lot know. of theory, a lot <laughs> of theory, a lot of yeah. testing. Yeah, theoretical, yeah, yeah. theoretical yeah. right now. Yeah, that's right. In clear. the article, there was a there was an interesting suggestion that if you could create these warp bubbles that speed up time inside them, you could, for example, grow a crop a lot yes. faster. So yeah. you could instead of waiting for a crop to grow, it could just grow, well, not instantaneously, but within a very very short amount of time, which could solve other problems on Earth. It was quite that's interesting. Or they to see. said, sorry, yeah, or they said put a person who's unwell in stasis and then um, they would age a lot slower while the earth kept turning and then by the time we find a cure, we can bring them back and they wouldn't have aged much oh at all. Oh, my goodness so, me. And then you yeah, can cure that's them. another one. So these wow. are the kind of ideas that, that um, they're coming up with. But it would be really handy for sure. That's true. That's true. Implications. Yeah. Wow. Lino, how's your head after all that? Oh, man. I'm slightly mind blown. I'm just yeah. thinking, yeah, it, it, like Caroline said, it's more of a theory sort of part of it now, man. They need to do all the calculations and and probably get the guys who who play um, Big Bang Theory to get get them on the board and try to do all the calculations and formulas and everything to make sure it's all correct. And what you guys are explaining about um, oh, this, the positive side of it, you know, trying to stop the aging process and find a cure for the what's happening to the poor um, patient and also the plant thing. Now that that's great. Actually, that'll be great. It, that's, that could be a, a test. Do it. On, oh, I'm sorry, Caroline. Um, doing tests on, <laughs> doing tests on plants and see that's how okay. it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? I don't <laughs> do tests on plants in the space station. Currently I'm not offended by it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you see the, uh, you can, yeah, grow crops and everything. Like that. And then, and, of course, I wouldn't be surprised, Mister um, 
Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> yeah, he's probably heard, read about this article, and you'll probably go, "Oh, there's another project I can I can oh, try to f- figure yeah. out and think." But hey, why not? Why not? He, he's he's doing it step by step. He's doing the rockets up in space and yeah. see how we go he's with, using with that. Normal normal physics, though. That's the thing. <laughs> that's true. Maybe, maybe that's true. That's true. Maybe I he's mean, he's thinking... using kind of you know easy physics compared. To... Well, I shouldn't easy. say easy because easy I'm sure physics. it's not easy. <laughs> but when you're coming to things like that, are more um, abstract. You know, this is really abstract. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess he doesn't want to put, in, yeah. <laughs> put his investments in this yet. Not yet, not yet. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone would be opposed to it if he did. Mm. Yeah. Interesting, true, true, true. though, that scientists are talking about it and theorizing oh, yeah. it and actually developing the idea that, you know, here are the limitations right now that we need to overcome. At least if you identify those, there are, you know, there, there are ways forward then. You know, we still need to be able to produce massive amounts of energy that can be contained do, within, yeah. you know, that's within the key. a small something, yeah. So there's That's all the these. That's the key. How yeah. do you get that energy and make it, contain it into something small and usable? And how do you make a vehicle that can use this energy in a way that will make it do what you want it to do? I'm just just using a theory. Can we send a? Oh no, yeah. I know people would get laughed at with some, when I'm saying about it, but can we send a spaceship to the sun and get solar get solar panels and just and gross the energy inside this ship? Engross all that energy from the from the sun, Caroline, or maybe not. Maybe I'm I just... mean, there is a solar Parker probe that's going around at the moment. It's kind of just getting its energy from the sun, but it'd be more like using solar panels and getting electricity. I think they're talking more of like a lot more b- bigger than that. Is it? Oh yeah, it's. Um, I mean, you're you're talking about the forces of gravity. This is the kind of this is the energy that they're trying to use. So they're using like a force rather than maybe an energy as such, you know. And then I guess there's energies if you get into the particle physics of it. Um, it's just mind-boggling. I mean. I've only done a tiny bit of physics, and that was enough, <laughs> enough for me. It was, but because um, it, it's it's really complicated, and you do have to kind of have an, a bit of an imagination to do it. I think because it's kind of you know we're talking about arch. This is an arch. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. You have to have the knack to do it. Like you really got to be able to do it and think with mathematics. You know. Yeah. And it does require creativity. It really, it really does. does. Yeah. It really yeah. does. And I mean, we can understand it on a basic level, but if you look at these equations, forget it. I don't even know what half those squiggles are. It's just, it's wow. just, yeah. it's just yeah. amazing. Um, but, you know, the, for now, I mean, they've got past the idea of having to, the problem of negative energy, you know, in like in the Alcabier drive, which is, is a great step, you know. They've gone, oh, well, actually, we can stay within the realms of, you know, physics that we employ today and we don't need to, to break any of the rules or we can, we can stay in the limit. So this is the, this is the, um, the, the big news, you know, of, of this article um, that people have come up with, um, you know, a kind of plausible idea that, that this kind of drive could work, you know, that could happen. It's just capturing the forces that you need. How do you do that? How do you do it? Yeah. yeah. So on that note, I'm going to go rich for some paracetamol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It did yeah. give me a bit of a headache, but I thoroughly yeah. really enjoyed researching this. This look, this was really out of my comfort zone, um, but you know, I thought I'll have a go. And um, anyone who <laughs> is a physics expert, and I have maybe not explained things so well, 
I'm happy to have the feedback and learn from it. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. That was well explained though. Thanks for digging through that, that, um, that topic Caroline. and those articles and, awesome. and translating it into something we could understand a bit more. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com slash science. And find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com slash Oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders. And thank you for listening to Let's Science on StarQuest.